May the words of my mouth and the meditation of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. Our text for today is the Epistle lesson from 1 Corinthians chapter 8. Here now the first couple of verses of that. Now concerning food offered to idols, we know that all of us possess knowledge. This knowledge puffs up, but love builds up. If anyone imagines that he knows something, he does not yet know as he ought to know. But if anyone loves God, he is known by God. So far, our reading. Now before I start my sermon today, I need to do a little bit of housekeeping. Which means I'd like you to turn to the outline on page 2 in your service folder. There you see an outline with three blanks. There are three bullet points. We can know. That's the first one. We can know. Second one, we are known. And the third one, we live by love. We can know, we are known, and we can live by love. Okay, got that part out of the way. But, had to have this in on Wednesday to get into your service folders and working on it on, Tuesday, or on Thursday and Friday, especially Friday, I decided to change the title of it. So this sermon is no longer entitled Knowledge to Live By. You can cross that out and you can add a new title in there. And that new title is Let the Relationship Trump the Issue. Let the Relationship Trump the Issue. And I'll tell you why I, I chose that here in a little bit. The situation in Corinth, they had an issue to deal with. Something that they were struggling with. And that was, what do you do with the food offered to idols? You could go to the marketplace and buy the meat. You could go into the temple and get the meat. But it... Either way, it could have been offered to idols. And what do you do? If you eat that meat, were you then uh, worshiping that idol, even if you bought it in the, in the marketplace or wherever? What about this meat offered to idols? That's the issue they were struggling with. Okay? Not an issue you and I have to deal with today, right? We don't go to the drugstore worrying about whether the meat we buy there was offered to some idol someplace. This is not a problem we have today. In that sense, this text, this chapter, doesn't really have any meaning for us because we don't deal with that issue. However, the decision-making process that Paul goes through is, I think, something we can learn from. As we're struggling with issues and problems and concerns that we have, how do we make those decisions? How do we work through that process? Paul tells us, he says, we know that all of us possess knowledge. Okay? There are facts to deal with, right? We have a knowledge of what the issue is, what the situation is, and all of that. We got the facts. Paul lists some of those facts in the eating meat issue that he was dealing with. Number one, we know that the food offered to idols, that there's no such thing as idols, that they are false things, that they really don't exist. So you can take the idol part right out of it and not worry about it, right? 
We also know that food is food. You don't get special condemn, condemnation before God because you eat or you don't eat. So the facts of the matter would say, go ahead and eat the dumb meat. Don't worry about it. But it's not that simple. Love, or not, this kind of knowledge, puffs up. But love builds up. Because you see, just having the facts isn't enough. It isn't good enough. If anyone imagined that he knows something, he does not yet know as he ought to know. There are still things you don't know about the situation. You don't have everything, Paul says. There's another source that you need to go to. But if anyone loves God, he is known by God. You see, we can know, but we are known. God is the one who created us. He says it. He says, all things exist through God and for God and through Christ and in Christ. All exist. God is the one who created us. He's the one who redeemed us. He knows we're sinners. He knows all about us. He loves us and cares for us. So besides just knowing the facts, know that we are known by God. We ought to go to God as a guide for how we make our decisions. God's the one who created it all. God knows what's going on. So you go to Him. You seek His guidance, His direction. What is His will in this matter? Now again, for him in his situation in Corinth, there was nothing in God's word that directly spoke to that. Oh, there were laws about what kinds of meat the Jews could eat and what kinds they couldn't eat, but Christians were free to eat most all meat, and nothing was ever said about meat offered specifically to idols. But there he could look at the commandments of God and say, does God have anything to say about this issue? What is God's guidance here? And the number one thing was God's guidance was love builds up. So we act out of love. We live by love as God does toward us. And that he comes to the conclusion that if this eating of meat causes others to stumble because they don't understand all of this. Then he finally says, I choose the relationship over the issue. I'm not going to eat any meat if it causes my brother to sin. Here's where that title comes in. Let the relationship trump the issue. Now if any of you have been in my premarital workshop, you know where I get that because we talk about that there in when couples have a conflict or they have an issue they're trying to deal with and they struggle with there's a tendency to get so wrapped up into the issue that you start to destroy or erode away the relationship between the two of you as you butt heads over this and the reminder that in all things in the marriage especially you are to let the relationship that relationship you have with your spouse Trump the issue. This is more important than the issue. 
and you deal with the issue from that perspective of love. That's exactly what Paul is doing here. Maybe another way of looking at this whole thing is to look at how God treats us. Because that's what's happening here. God wants us to make decisions in the same way he does toward us. So what are the facts that God would deal with? God is holy. He hates sin. God judges sin. That's a fact. The wages of sin is death. So the wages is eternal damnation for any who are sinners. Here's the facts. You and I are sinners. We can't help it. That's who we are. That's what we are. So based on just the facts, God's decision should be send them all to hell. Forget them all. But God doesn't deal that way. God is also a God of grace, of mercy, of love. He relates to us because he knows us and he cares about us. And he wants a relationship with us, always. So for God, he had to let the relationship trump the issue. Right? I want this relationship. I want it to continue. I want you and I to be with me always. I want us to have a relationship where we can communicate with one another, where we can love each other, we can care about each other. I want a relationship that's going to last through all eternity, God says, so that I can get these people into heaven. The relationship trumps the issue, so we've got to do something about the sin. And God comes up with a solution that's amazing, isn't it? Take that sin and destroy it by sacrificing his own son for you and I. He wanted the relationship with us so badly because he loved us so much that he willingly sent his son to deal with the issue. Deal with the sin. Live that perfect life that they could not live. Take their sins upon yourself and I will punish you for them. And we'll remove the issue and keep the relationship. Isn't that what God did? Isn't that the thought process, the decision-making process that he went through? He knew the facts, but he knew us. And he loved us. And so he let the relationship trump the issue. He acted in love and sacrificed his son so that you and I could have eternal life. That's the process Paul uses to deal with his issue. And I would suggest to you today that that's the process you and I ought to use as well as we deal with the issues and the struggles and the problems that we live with. Start out with the facts. Get to know what it is all about. But don't just deal with the facts. Turn to God. Ask His guidance, His blessing, His direction in what you are trying to do and then ask the question what is the loving thing to do here what relationships are involved and how do I let the relationships trump the issue so that the relationships stay strong 
while the issue is being dealt with. Even if it means I must act against the facts. Jesus, just as God did in sending his son. He didn't condemn. He brought salvation. Just as Paul did. He did not say, well, I'm going to eat meat no matter what. I'm going to love my brother more. And if it means giving up meat, okay, I'll do it even against the fact that it makes no difference. What decisions do you and I have to make? What facts do we need to know? What do we need to take to God and be known by Him? And how can we live by love? Let's let the relationships trump the, fa the issues. Amen.